0: Hi, Dave. Hi, Eric. Hey, Dave. Do we curse on this podcast?
1: Yes, Eric. Yes, we do.
2: Are you ready, kids? Get your parents' permission, check your mailbox, and grab your shopping cart. It's time for the Adventures in Collecting podcast. I'm Eric.
1: And I'm Dave.
2: Welcome Welcome to to Adventures
1: Adventures in collecting. Collecting where we talk toy news, culture, and
0: hauls, along with our journeys as collectors. And we're back. Welcome to the next episode of Adventures in Collecting. We're here. Um, thank you for, for joining us. Uh, we have a really, really packed episode today, so we're going to break our normal format and, uh, and deliver you all of our awesome findings from the 2020 New York Toy Fair.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's a clip show.
0: He's he's been waiting all day to say that.
1: This is the 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 writers have material, so it's not like a clip show where it's like a best of. Um, we actually just have clips of stuff to share with you, and it's it's awesome and fun.
0: Lots of clips of stuff. Um, before I give you the rundown on what we're going to feature on today's episode, I just want to say a quick... We're
1: going to get into Guess That Toy! No,
0: no, not today. Not today. Dave is not going to ruin my life today.
1: (laughs) Um, we are going to talk about everything that I bought this week.
0: No, Dave, we're not going to do that this time.
1: So it's a news-filled show.
0: Yeah. It is all Toy Fair.
1: And also, thank you to everybody who's on board now, um, from... Following us and following all the stuff that we showed you on Instagram, yeah. So thank
0: you, welcome and welcome aboard. aboard. (laughs) So on today's episode, um, Dave and I are going to give you our um, uh, our reaction to Toy Fair, our first Toy Fair, and the things that we saw, some of the trends, um, and then of course some of the really cool interviews that that we got while we were there. We're going to talk to uh, Amy Corbett who you might know from Legos, uh, Lego Masters on Fox. She's one of the judges. She is an official brick master and designer with Lego, um, and she walked us through one of their new products, uh, which is one that she designed. We also have an interview with Todd McFarlane, of, of course, of McFarlane Toys. Um, we have Brian Liu, who is from Super Seven, walking us through some of the new, uh, the new reaction figures that are that they're putting out. We have Kenny Omega and Adam Hangman Page from AEW,
1: the the current as of taping AEW tag team champions.
0: Yeah, and their their reaction to holding their own action figures. Uh, such a cool moment that that you know we, we got to participate in. Um, also from Jazzwares, we have Danny Gershon and Mike DeCamp who head up the Fortnite line. Um, one of the few things in Toy Fair that we could not take pictures of, but luckily we were able to get some really incredible audio with them, and they're doing some really great things with Fortnite. We also have Scott Backrack, who is the founder of Arcade 1UP. Um, he talked to me a little bit about uh, how that brand got started and how he's making these incredible arcade cabinets and really kind of zoning in on that nostalgia factor. So, like I said, ton of stuff to get through. Um, so, uh, without further ado, uh, l- let's 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 hop in and start talking about Toy Fair. So, Dave, what's your what's your, your what was your reaction? What was your uh, what was one of your favorite things from Toy Fair?
1: Are we segueing to something? Or, <laughs> no, um, we're gonna give our reactions first. Okay, Toy Fair was great. Um. <laughs> I really thought you were just going to stop at great. (laughs) It's true. Toy Fair was was great. Toy Fair was great. Um, Yeah, uh, I would say one of the things actually you're not going to hear about from us, um, you probably saw it on Instagram, um, and I guess maybe we'll throw it up on on the YouTube channel as well, was the um, discussion with Eric from Boss Fight Studios where we saw the Legends of Lucha Libre line um for the first time actually physically saw it um as opposed to just something that was a pre-order those are going to be fantastic figures um very detailed um a lot of articulation a lot of cool accessories a lot of cool stuff coming down the road with that um You know, we saw the Lady Maravilla and um, Conan, which are going to be the Series 2 of the premium line. We saw the Fanaticos, which are going to be the Series 1 of more of like a, a, I don't want to say a basic line, but that's in comparison to the basics from Mattel um, for the WWE, but really more of a less high-end figure line for those, which is going to be fantastic. Um, That, I think, was something that I was very excited to see that I saw. And um, very excited to own at some point.
0: Yeah, what a time to be alive for for wrestling collectors. And you know what, Dave? That's a perfect segue. So let's let's go right from Boss Fight Studios uh, straight into the Jazzwares booth, and let's hear from uh, from Kenny Omega and Adam Hangman Page themselves.
1: So we're here with uh, we're here
0: with Kenny Omega, and we're looking at the new AEW line from Jazzwares, and we'd just love to hear what you what you
3: think about them. I think they're absolutely incredible, and, uh, you know, you judge yourself, you usually, you're the toughest critic on yourself, and you always hope that your figure's going to (coughs) look either representative of what you actually look like, or hopefully better than what you look like. In my case, I probably look a little better than what I do in real life. <laughs> you know, at least I look at least 10 years younger, which is great. So um, I'm super happy with it. Uh, I love the fact that I come with my ring coat, uh, yeah. that my designer name is on my tights. My curly hair is intact. Uh, even like the little thing, like a, the, the one thing that you could have forgotten and no one would have realized is that I actually had a gauntlet as well to go with my ring coat. Yeah. They didn't forget. They knew it was there. So um, yeah, it was, it's just I'm I'm just blown away by the points of articulation and uh, the attention to detail in general.
0: Yeah, it must be surreal just to just to see it,
3: it is. in person. It is. No, it absolutely is. And and now that I'm actually here at the booth, um, I can not only just look at my own, but I can look at everyone's, and they all, in their own way, shape, form, and fashion, just have their very you know personal traits that were represented just to a t like the young bucks is elvis robes, um jericho's tattoos uh you know cody's got the dream tattoo on his chest things like that uh, other companies may have just left that out struck it from the record you know what i mean but yeah but every detail i mean as you know and our fans are passionate they they realize that these things were there, are there, and they want to see them represented. Cody, um, you know, look at his figure here. It could have been easy for Cody to have both hands taped. It could have been easy for Cody to not have his weight belt, but he always has his weight belt, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but these are, And, and it, it would have been probably more cost effective to not have these these little accessories to go with it. But here we are, everything intact, everything as it was represented on the show, um, and I couldn't be more proud to work with guys that are as passionate about making these figures true to life uh, as as we were performing on the day of. Well, they look incredible. Thank you
0: so much. I know you're a busy guy. I don't want to keep you too long. Um, thank you so much for your input. And, you know, we, we love watching you, and we can't wait to get our hands on these.
3: Me too. Yeah, it makes two of us. Thank you very much. Good to meet you, Thank man. you. Thank, thank you. you. Great stuff.
0: So, um, so we're here with with Adam Page, Hangman. What's up? Um, tell
2: us a little bit about what you're holding in your hands right now. Uh, I'm holding myself. <laughs> it is a, uh, a smaller scale version of me, scantily clad in my wrestling attire, um, and it's badass. Looks great. Thanks, it man. Looks fantastic. Thanks. What What is it? What is it like to uh, to have your likeness in forever in plastic? You know, I guess, like, you kind of know it's going to happen. It's going to be a thing. And you wonder, like, will they get it right? Like, will it look like me? And you don't really expect it to look like you because if anybody knows what I look like, it's me. So I'm thinking, like, oh, they won't be able to get me. But they, they got me. They got me right. Uh, so it's pretty cool. It's really good. Um, and I'm looking at, like, even, like, as I hold it now, I'm noticing details that I didn't necessarily notice before, like, all the like intricate work on the the bandana yep. like the uh, the boots themselves have uh oh god <laughs> we getting shot with uh with a nerf gun by Kenny over here <laughs> uh, uh yeah it's great um and
0: and you know what what's great is they you know the the figures are articulated they pose well um, they look great in the ring you know do you do you collect any uh, any wrestling action figures or you...
2: um no I don't uh, I can't say that I do um but now that uh, all my all my friends and I uh, really what the oh he had a pokemon we're we're Kenny, currently Kenny getting a pokemon. shot by uh by Kenny Omega is hitting Pokemon <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ken, 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 Kenny is shooting a Nerf gun I think he just knocked over some Pokemon displays uh, uh, but yeah now that uh, my friends and stuff have them I might you know I might have to get one of each at least you know.
0: that's awesome is there anything in particular you're looking forward to in the future for the line you know any uh,
2: alternate I'm, I'm, <laughs> we're getting, I'm, regular, I'm regular getting shot we're getting nailed double, here. double barrel I'll just turn my back <laughs> I'll just turn my back it, it couldn't hurt right uh i yeah just give me beer give me beer.
0: yes i did get hit with darts during during that i absolutely did get hit with darts as uh as kenny omega started firing uh nerf darts at adam
1: yeah that was uh that seemed like it was a good time um that that's uh it's going to be an awesome line i'm really looking forward to it like you were saying what a time to be alive and be a wrestling figure collector um those AEW figures look incredible the the scans or the faces are awesome um very much looking forward to getting my hands on them yeah
0: and so something else we'll 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 stay in the Jazzwares booth for now, um, figuratively, uh, something else I couldn't take photos of that looked incredible were Jazware's UFC line, so they had a whole line of UFC figures that we could not photograph, um, there was nobody really there to, to speak on them, um, other than the fact that they're coming and, you know, the same level of detail that's in the, um, the AEW figures, um, same, same level of detail, uh, the likenesses looked great, you know, I, I Admittedly, not a huge UFC follower, but I, I recognized, you know, Conor McGregor's figure was there. Um, you know, there's some good-looking stuff. Uh, next to that, in the booth, we were allowed to go into the secret Fortnite room that they had and speak with uh, Danny Gershon and Mike DeCamp, who head up the Fortnite line. So, uh, without, without anything else, uh, let's hear it straight from them.
4: I'm Danny Gershon and I'm the brand director
5: on Fortnite for JazzWorks. I'm Mike DeCamp and I'm a senior business development manager at awesome. Uh But together we're pretty much the, the mom and dad of the line here, you know. Um, we handle all the all the ideation and everything kind of stem to stern. So, Jazwares, we we cut our teeth in video game action figures, to your question earlier. Like, uh, we, our our very first license in toys was Pokemon, and then Mortal Kombat and Capcom, and it just kind of, we found our niche in there. So, Fortnite's kind of like the culmination of all those different things, you know, and when we decided to go all in and actually pitch for it, uh, we, we really leaned in on everything that we've done kind of collectively to get, to get the deal in the end. And we're really trying to push the envelope with stuff that we've always wanted to do now that we have this as a platform to kind of speak our individuality. So. Yeah. And I feel like Fortnite, you know, as
0: somebody admittedly who plays the game, you know, with the constant updates to costumes and you know, the item shop and everything, it lends itself very well to toys. Right. Because you have like version after version after version of different characters and everything. Are there any challenges with like keeping up with that or, you know, how 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 does that work on the creative end?
6: So we, of course, have like schedules and timelines, but one of the things that we're known for in the industry is just being very nimble and quick to manufacture. So we do our best to keep up with Fortnite. Obviously they don't have like the timeline lead time that we do. but. We try to make adjustments and make sure that we're capturing what's cool and new and exciting in game as quickly as we can in the line.
0: Just like the, uh, the the characters in the game, you know, you have to unlock additional versions of those costumes. Do you guys have like a chase variant
5: for them? Like how how does that work? Yeah, we, we always try to have something for the hardcore fans in there. We Again, working very collaborative with Epic Games, we've been able to have some Easter eggs even like into the line. So. Some stuff that hits the shelf, the only time you see it is on the toy. So for those super fans, there's a lot of chase happening. The loot boxes were like something that we wanted to do and were part of the pitch. And, and I've tried to do a few times along with Jazzwares because accessories packs are kind of built into the it's history. The, it's of, the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and this game is, some of the weapons in the game are as famous as the characters we all play as. For so, sure. Um, The opportunity to do it and then when it worked was like just the ultimate validation. So what we're doing now is something that that is unique to the game mechanics, something that you'll recognize instantaneously, but it's also economical. So we're actually able to, to bring our prices down on those items, which is something that you don't necessarily see year two in a successful line, but you'll see a lot more friendly and approachable pricing all throughout what we've done, because we're learning and we're trying to perform even better for the fans. And these will be true love blind boxes. You don't know what you're going to get until you get it, or is it just neat well, packaging? We have a we have a gray area that we operate in there, and and that comes directly from Epic up top. Is that nothing is truly blind? So even in our loot chests, everything is listed as a contents item. But mom and dad can always peel that portion of the label off, uh, yeah, and then okay. you still have an experience for the kids. Nice. Um, the vehicles that you mentioned, um, it, Fortnite fans are just super sophisticated kids. You know, they're gamers, they're older, you know, they, they get, like, they have more um, demand on what it is that we're up to. So, you see a lot of RC, you see the, the drones that actually carry the 4-inch figures. <laughs> that's not a hollow figure, that's a real figure. He's articulated and, and it will carry any of the other figures in the line as well. So has obstacle avoidance and all the cool stuff that you need from a, a great toy drone but the first one we did had the OG Skull Trooper who we all know like there's there's no chance I'll ever own that outfit so mm-hmm. the only way I get to experience that is through some toy play and stuff so coming soon you'll see a, a leveling up of what we did with the ATK and something that's quirky and fun um, but uh, yet to be named and the I almost spilled the
7: beans.
5: (laughs) Well, you'll have some exciting figures, you know, packed in with those, too. We're not paying attention. You can spill the beans. It's fun. Well, everybody knows about the Battle Bus already, so there are some images that that were released today. This is really exciting for us and for Fortnite because it is the most iconic bit of the game. Yeah. Um, They were extremely demanding, but also collaborative with us on the process and getting this to where it is today. And... uh, it's a full-functioning playset, uh, it lights up, there's music that plays from the game, there's a disco ball inside the bus, <laughs> and most of all, it includes Recruit Jonesy. So we find that, you know, when you have the right character mix with the item, it's it's that magic, it's the Sky Striker, it's all these things that we remember from the past, you know, yeah. the money Falcon. Well, these two guys, I mean, I think they're the ultimate combo. For sure. Uh, and they let us make it rolling so even though there are boots on the wheels it is a rolling bus hmm. like this is a fun one the, the expedition outpost for instance there's an Easter egg within here that we haven't really gotten to show too many people firsthand but we have to include the stinky zipline for the zipline feature because that's what choking hazards and our age grade allow but if you remove that there's actually a hole in the mount where you can use any length of string. Oh, look at that. And, and the zip line it's it's on rollers so it's really smooth. So it actually works. So yeah, it works really good. I had it from basically my room to the hotel lobby that's amazing <laughs> that's, that's like awesome two. we have two here so i was like running up and down the stairs a lot
0: i hope you got video of that
5: for when you're allowed to show it
1: uh, <laughs> yeah. then, there might be a lot of qualifiers I we live, just do not do this at home
5: i live in this cursed world of like all the stuff i can never talk about like i have like the most like alluded to but never paying off Instagram in the world I just like there's pictures of my shoe I'm like oh, I'm standing next to something
0: really cool guys promise yeah I
5: totally promise but slowly but surely it gets out there I mean like Amazon spilled the beans for us on a few items so if you really wanted to look up in a way that you know yeah. I didn't tell you directly there's some yeah. stuff out there listed
0: can, can never, you know, uh, retailers you know, people data mining the site for stuff that they are programmed in I mean, what are you going to do? You it's know, the it's nature tough. of
5: the game, it really is and it's so cool to see the fans get behind it like when, um, what's the target number they keep talking about? The DCPI? DCPI, uh, yeah. yeah when yeah. people start chatting DCPI numbers I'm like, oh wow, we're on something special getting you them know, to like,
6: like, pull it out from the back before it even hits the shelves yeah,
5: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, I I can't tell you how many times,
0: especially being a toy podcast and following other, like, toy bloggers and stuff, how many times it's, like, a picture of one of those price scanners at Target with no picture, but it says, like, you know, Fortnite, you know, 3.75 inch, you know... Expedition Outpost, and it's like, and they're like, look, it's coming soon. Here's a DPCI number, and then you can go to BrickSeek and figure out which stores have it in stock, and start like, it's
5: it's really it's wild. It's really awesome. It's given us such real-time feedback, you know, because I'm hyper aware of the things that are going on. Just because, like, keeps me up at night. So, like, to that point, like in the six-inch, this is cool. Like, another thing that hasn't really been focused. Ragnarok Max level, it's the first time we're doing interchangeable hands. So, our number one criticism from the fan base, the Legends collectors, is like they want C grips, they want multiple hand styles. So, you'll see that kind of filter its way into the rest of the development. But awesome. Yeah, it's the little things that keep us unique, they're like the interchanging faces and the, the articulation in the fingers and stuff. Yep. Um, we're launching a new a new feature six inch weapon line. So kind of how we have weapon packs with four inch figures, oh, nice. you know, like shooting features in each of the packs. The shotgun. Uh, I've said too much. Very cool. <laughs> oh, well. Do
0: you want me to edit that out? No, it's fine. You sure? <laughs> yeah, I can do fine. it. It's not live. We're not posting uh, anything I yet.
5: Post, I, I think I grammed a picture of the Grappler once.
6: It doesn't matter. It's out international. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yay,
5: right, yeah. Then there you go. You're yeah, safe. All right. Legendary loadout. Hashtag, hashtag.
0: <laughs> well, listen. Thank you. Thank you again so much for, for giving us a tour of all of this incredible stuff. I that mean, you're fun. you're thank bringing you. an awesome game to life and putting it in additional hands in a way that the game can't. So, thank you. It's they, incredible. They've made it so easy for us, thanks to Epic.
1: So that was great to hear from uh, Danny and Mike about Fortnite. Um, something that I'm full disclosure not inherently familiar with, but um, such a popular game. Um, just out there, it's something that everybody's playing with, and the figures are fantastic, just from what we've seen out thus far.
0: The, the The figures do look incredible. Um, you know, it's definitely a line to look out for. Jazzwares has a lot; they have a lot coming. Um, something else that we didn't really mention with them that they had kind of on display is the relaunch of Micro Machines as well. So, you know, Jazzwares has a ton coming in the pipeline. Outside of wrestling figures, something that um. You know i i think is really uh you know c- kind of not a yeah i guess you could say a driver in popularity of toys is nostalgia right and you know there aren't a whole lot of people that do that better than super seven
1: <laughs> yeah and even uh you know inside wrestling figures too they're doing the new japan line but um that's true yeah they have yeah they have they have some of those those new japan figures you but not escape it eric wrestling yeah. is everywhere
0: They have so oh man, Super 7, they just have so many different lines going on between the, the, even within the, or excuse me, not lines, they have so many different properties going on within that reaction line. I mean, you have, in the sports category, you have the sports mascots, you have baseball, you have baseball legends, you have basketball players. We saw prototypes for the
1: U.S. women's national team figures. Which is going to be awesome. I'm very much looking forward to that. And
0: then, like, in the case next to it, they had Beavis and Butthead. The Ninja Turtles, Andre the Giant, uh, Halloween Two, Back yeah. to the
1: Future, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, they're is coming
0: back. Yeah, their first—that's their first um, contract with Disney. Their first project officially with Disney, which they're really excited about. But on the other side of the case, so double-sided glass case, um, we spoke with Brian Liu uh... at super seven who is really knowledgeable and uh... really excited about the the music line of reaction figures especially the the hard rock and metal ones. so um, let's hear from brian
4: I'm um, brian lou i work at super seven i look after all the online and web store social media stuff so um... here we are at toy fair awesome well thank you for for joining us for a little bit here
0: so super seven um, The reaction line. You guys are producing incredible stuff across not only different IPs but different genres, sports, yeah, cartoons, everything. So, just tell us a little bit about the process. How does that how does that
4: come to life? So, like you know, reaction. We started reaction like in the early 2000s, and you know, it's you know, originally we were partnered with Funko because Super Seven was a small company, and Funko helped us with manufacturing and distribution. But 2016. Our agreement ended with them, so we brought the Reaction brand back in house because Reaction has always been the Super Seven trademark and all that. So you know, we launched it with Alien, the first Alien Reaction figures, and you know now we're you know now we're doing sports, we're doing music, we're doing movies, we're doing television, uh, a lot of pop culture. So it, we're kind of covering all the bases right now. Um, but like you know, as far as Toy Fair goes, like our big reveal has been under our sports, our super sports brands, NBA. So the NBA figures we're showing for the first time, like no one, they haven't been shown to the public yet. Um, So it's a cool line, it's like current players and all of them will be in scale. So if a player's taller, he'll be the taller figure. If he's a little shorter, he'll be shorter. So all the NBA players will be in scale to each other. And then we have um, Major League Baseball. We have, uh, we're launching with a lot of modern players. And then also with the team mascots um, like Mr. Matt, San Diego Chicken. No, so those are coming out, you know, just in time for the season to start. And then we have Classic Baseball. Um, so sports is kind of our biggest new IP. It's kind of, like, kind of unexpected because, um, you know, in until this we've just been kind of doing, like, you know, the sci-fi horror. Well, I mean, sports figures, they have a
0: long history, right? You know, yep. the, the starting lineup figures. Yep. so and, and these remind me a lot of those... You know, the likeness is obviously much better than they were, mm-hmm. you know, back in the 80s with the starting lineup figures. But, um, you know, I, I think there's still a market for that. I'm, yeah. I'm looking at the soccer ones right now. Too. Yeah, so women's soccer.
4: Um, hoping to get those out in time for the Olympics. But, yeah, you know, it's, a, it's, you know, that's the thing with Super 7. We'll, we, we only k- kind of do what we're fans of anyway. Like, yeah. you know, like our, our company um, Manifesto. Includes like no one made what we wanted, so we made it ourselves. <laughs> so that's sort of like our that's sort of our touchstone. Like if it projects come our way, because you know we, now we're at a point where a lot of rights owners are coming to us. You know we're in a very we're in a fortunate position where a lot of rights owners are coming to us, wanting to work with us. So we're not, you know, if we were a smaller company or a newer company, we'd have to be chasing the IP. Yeah, and like we're in a very we're in a fortunate position where you know, people like what we're doing and they you know, they wanna work with us.
0: So tell me a little bit about you know, I know I know that show Mastercasters just came out, mm-hmm. features um, you know, one of the guys' killer bootlegs and he has the Phantom Star Killer toy with you mm-hmm. guys. How did that happen?
4: Well he's a friend of our owner, like you know, Brian Flynn's our owner and they're longtime friends and you know, we love that stuff. Like like kit bashing and all that, that's like yeah. that's like kind of Super Sevens roots when we were fans. So you know stuff stuff like that we we love it, and then something like that, you know, where you know Killer Bootlegs—they have their own characters. So why wouldn't we help? You know, they they do their their versions of their characters, but then you know if if we do it, it can get to a wider audience and like kind of draw attention to their art. I mean, you know what they do is art, yeah, and you know, and it's and it's cool, you know, it's and it's unique, and you know we don't look at that stuff as like competition or you know there's nothing. N- there's nothing like that. Like, we're all part of the same community in a lot of ways. And that killer book leaks came from where, where Super 7 started. So It's incredible. It's just, and it's just fun. I mean, that's the bottom line. It's just fun. Well, we're always excited to see what you guys
0: are up to next. And, you know, can't wait to see what you do in the future. So thank you so much. You know, thanks. Appreciate it.
1: Thank you, Brian. Those sound awesome yes
0: uh they they look incredible. I was a, a big fan even though it was just a card They didn't have the official figure out there yet. Um, there's a papa figure coming from uh, ghost that comes with a saxophone <laughs> <laughs> very 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 excited about that
1: yeah and they've done uh, Papa Emeritus too yeah, which is cool.
0: so just to kind of give you an idea having if you've you know never been to toy fair before or, or not seen a whole lot of pictures of the scope of it, Toy Fair is kind of set up in the, the Javits Center, which is where New York Comic-Con is, and it's set up on three floors. So the top uppermost floor was Mattel, um, celebrating 75 years of, of toy innovation. That was a special invite-only event, much like uh, Hasbro's off-site satellite event. Um,
1: but, um, you know, very cool Mattel stuff coming out again. Yeah. Um, one of the things they showed was the return of uh, WWE Legends and uh, Decade of Domination line. Um, which are really cool. They had um there's just a bunch coming out. Yeah. That they have that looks really cool.
0: Um, on the middle floor was a lot of like the big brands that had huge booths to display. So your Spin Masters, your um your Jazzwares, Jack's Pacific, um, Melissa and Doug, Playmates. Uh, Playmobil, all of those brands had their, their super big booths on that, that kind of main floor. Uh,
1: Super 7,
0: Storm. They were, well, they were downstairs. So Super 7, um, Storm Collectibles, uh, Boss Fight Studios, they were kind of in this like action figure alley that they had set up that was fronted mainly, the biggest booth down there was, um, was Funko. So the 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 Funko pop booth and the you know DC Direct DC Collectibles part of the the announcement at Toy Fair they changed their name from DC Collectibles back to DC Direct. Um, um
1: also cool stuff coming out from Funko too. Yeah. Ton, um, U.S. Tons. Women's National Team. Um, whole bunch of.
0: They had all the Mandalorian stuff on display. Yeah, the so we Mandalorian got to see, stuff. We got uh, to see the Baby child. Uh, yes, excuse me, the child.
1: Um, we got to see. Um.
0: The Jack Nicholson Joker from the 89 Batman was out. This coming round
1: of uh, baseball. MLB figures. Yep. Tons um, of those. The new office stuff. So yeah. that's cool.
0: Yeah. The, Funko, much, much like Super 7, they have their hands in so many different IPs. You know, it's, it's always interesting to see what they're doing. But um, we're going to take a trip back upstairs um, and we're going to uh, visit Lego. So Lego, one of the obviously one of the biggest toy brands out there, they had an incredible booth um, filled with wonder. I will literally say filled with wonder. And we had a um, a very fortuitous run in with uh, with Amy Corbett from uh, from Lego Masters. And uh, she's going to walk us through her new line that she helped design uh, called Lego Dots.
6: But it's basically moving LEGO into an arts and crafts space. Okay. And it's moving from the 3D building to 2D. So we give lots of different creative canvases and it's all about creating 2D patterns and expressing yourself, your personality, how you feel, your personal style. We want kids to experiment with it, try out different things and um, show it off to ah, there you go. So we have lots of different canvases that you can dot with our little Pieces, The little tiles that we also are calling dots. We have our new bracelets. And we also have more functional items. Like these little photo cubes. So you can put a little Polaroid or a photo in the back.
7: Awesome.
6: Show off your friendship moments. <laughs> we have a pineapple pencil holder. So you can put your pencils inside or store things. But it's also you can just make really cute expressions and be a bit silly with this one. And then we have this jewelry stand as well make really beautiful and hang all your jewelry or keep your bracelets safe there and we also have you know because it's arts and crafts it's about customization we also have extra pieces you can buy and these pieces these packs come with surprise pieces inside so you get different pieces in different packs
0: and i noticed some very unique shapes in terms of like the you know, just the, the offering, how did you come up with the, the
6: types of shapes? Do you know what is very amazing about dots is actually we haven't made a lot of new shapes. Okay. These are the Lego pieces we already had. We're just using them in a very new and different way. So the only new pieces we have are the bracelets, these little sparkling diamonds that you can see here, and the hearts. It's made a bigger size of heart for the cloud on yeah. the jewelry holder. So actually, it's It's Lego pieces we've had for many years. Oh wow. It's just that we're reimagining them and the way we have the patterns and the colors just makes it feel very different. So it means that all of our pieces just work with the Lego system.
0: And you know in terms of of getting into Lego design, what what attracted you to it originally? Like how did you get involved with Legos?
6: So I studied product design engineering in university and whenever I made things for kids. I was the happiest, and I was the best uh, at doing that compared to making other kinds of designs. So I said, cool, toys is what I want to do, and we're better than Lego. And I've been there seven years now, awesome. and I love it.
0: Well, the, the work is incredible. You know, I, I have a, a daughter at home, my wife and I, and my daughter, we love watching the show. And oh, she was like, she's four years old, so she was thrilled to see that there was like a woman on the show who was a yes. judge and like had control of stuff. It was just... It's, oh, it's incredible. That. So love we love watching her play with Legos. We play together. You know, It was one of the first real like toy things that we did together. So Great. thank you. Thank you for what I you do. I love that it
6: brings families together and can inspire people to be creative as well. Yeah.
0: And we're two different types of builders too. My wife is like the throw the instructions out, build whatever you want. And I'm like, no, where are the instructions? I need to build it exactly.
6: Ah, <laughs> That's cool. Well, that is one of the cool things about Dots actually is that the kids told us they want to be inspired. They don't want instructions. So we have a completely new Type of instructions that's like a poster format that on one side shows you the build and the other side just has inspiration. So you can just take the ideas from that. There's no right and wrong.
0: And what excites you most about Legos? Like what's the thing that keeps you coming back to them?
6: I think that we can keep reinventing it. You know, it's been around for like over 60 years, but we can keep bringing newness and making it relevant for today's kids. And I think that's really exciting.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Really
6: nice to chat with you. Thank you.
1: So that's really cool. That sounds like a lot of fun. Um like the whole idea of you're basically kind of like designing almost like a a crafting type of scenario which seems like it's going to be really cool.
0: Yeah, she she is she's so awesome. <laughs> and she's so you can tell uh that she's just so super excited about what she's doing, and the fact that she's putting these tools in in you know the hands of children to you know create these new and wild things with Lego, um, you know she, she's just so excited about what she's doing, and it's infectious.
1: That's that's one thing that you you know you notice there is that there is a lot of love and care being put into um everything that you see out there. Everybody who's designing, everybody who's involved has so much passion for what they're doing and that's that's definitely something you can see yeah so
0: lego is you know a a building block so we you know we, we we've been bouncing back and forth between action figures and 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 wrestling and um and now building blocks but another big facet of the toy uh the toy world are games and you know we we spent quite a substantial amount of time in spin master games and and we met our our new friends from um from big potato games. I'm actually looking at our at our stuffed potato right here.
1: Yeah, if you saw on Instagram I get to play around of the Blockbuster game, which was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, super fun. Um, I couldn't believe how many of them were under that Spin Master brand. I mean, that was the one thing I think I took away most from the Spin Master presentation, was just I could not believe how many different brands were under that that kind of umbrella.
1: A lot of really cool stuff.
0: Yeah. So, um, I'll, I mean, let's 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 hang out in the Spin Master uh, booth for a while. We don't have any audio from from that experience, but we got to see um, the future waves of the new Batman figures that are coming from from Spin Master.
1: Of which, keep your eyes peeled because uh, on the YouTube channel and on the the Instagram, there will be a unboxing of a Batman figure.
0: Yes, we were we were graciously uh, uh, given samples of the the new. Line of Batman toys. We each got a Batman uh, to walk away with, which was awesome. Thank you again for that. By the way, Spin Master. Um, one of the big themes of the entire show was running through that Spin Master booth, which was uh, blind blind boxing and you know the, the kind of art of the unboxing. We saw some really kind of revolutionary ways how they're trying to um, make that more and more interesting for kids and also more fair. Uh, you know, for, for the parents that are, that are buying the toys, we saw Dissolvable Clouds, Dave made a, a toy, a, a purple, uh, squishy toy.
1: Yeah, that was fun.
0: Um, we saw a, a, a bit, what was the thing we stuck our hands in, Orbeez? Orbeez. Yeah, they, they, uh, Spin Master now has the license for Orbeez, and they're, they're taking Orbeez, which if you don't know what those are, they're these kind of like jelly balls. Um... They have a really weird sensation when you... When well, they're you...
1: water-activated, yes. so...
0: Yeah, they're, they're... But they're turning them into kind of like a home spa thing for kids. Like, they have this this waterfall thing that you put your feet in, and there's like a waterfall of Orbeez on your feet, and they have that next to, like, the do-your-own-nails and do-your-own-hair. So kind of like um, implementing the importance of self-care at an early age, which yeah. which is good. You know, it's, yeah. it's a good thing. Um. But after they... Uh, oh, and um, another thing that Spin Master is doing is their um, interactive toys. So those ninja bots.
1: Oh, the ninja bots were awesome. Oh, my God. I'm looking forward to that.
0: I honestly... Like, as much as I'm, you know, an easy, an easy mark for, you know, the Marvel Legends and Star Wars stuff because that's what I collect... I could not look away from those ninja bots.
1: They were like little robots that fight each other and have like weird weapons, and it's it was off the wall. It was awesome.
0: Yeah, it's we posted about it on our Instagram. the The video of them fighting. Go they're, back
1: and check that out. It was uh, great. There's so, and they are so
0: funny. Like they, just when they start fighting, if you don't immediately smile or chuckle, like I. I, I honestly feel bad for you. I, I come come get a hug.
1: It's like the next generation of rock'em sock'em robots. Yes.
0: With a little bit of uh, if you remember that that well actually I think it's still on TV, BattleBots.
1: Yeah, it's got a little BattleBots vibe to it.
0: But they have, like, wacky weapons. Like, the one had, like, a boot on... A
1: spatula. On, and, or, like, a boot on a rope. Yeah, a boot on a stick. It was fun. <laughs> um, they also have a ton
0: of new RC stuff. They have this indoor RC truck that moves way faster than you'd think it would be able to, but it weighs nothing. So the idea is that it's got these big foam soft wheels, and it can kind of go anywhere in your house and not break anything. Um, and then they had the, the, the Megalodon. Which was the the uh, uh, monster jam uh, that could go truck in water? That yeah, that could go in water. The wheels actually have like fins on them, so when it hits the water, it uh it goes through the water. So and they had
1: Paw Patrol.
0: Yeah, like, all the Paw Patrol stuff. The How to Train Your Dragon. We saw that prototype
1: toothless fly that can fly. Yeah, that was cool.
0: Um, based off of their owlies, I believe they said it was, mm-hmm. and the hatchimals tons of hatchimals um thank you thank you big time to spin master um but outside of spin master was spin master games and like dave said we got a chance he got a chance to play the blockbuster game but speaking of games uh video games there wasn't a whole lot in the way of video games at toy fair because that's kind of a different category but i feel like there's this special brand that's kind of bridging the gap between the two um and that's that's arcade one up. So you've probably, if you've been through Walmart, you've probably seen the Turtles and Time cabinet, or maybe even the Mortal Kombat cabinet. Um, they were there announcing and showing off their brand new um, NBA Jam cabinet, which is the first one that has wireless play. So if you have one, and you know you have a friend that has one, or you know connect, even just connect to the network, you can play complete strangers on it. But they actually have online play through the, the NBA Jam cabinets um personally i was attracted to the sit down old school star wars cabinet that's what made me walk over there but i happened to uh bump into the founder of arcade one up um scott backrack and talk to him a little bit about uh what he does
8: so, well, where the start was, our company has the uh, DNA of a toy company for the last thirty years. So, most of the management here has been in the toy business for many, many years. And as we started to look at the toy business, kind of a changing business in early uh, two thousand and fourteen and fifteen, we decided to uh, get in and look at other industries. And we started looking at the gaming business. And we just realized that in the gaming industry, right, what we do really well actually from a toy standpoint is take other people's content and deliver it into other widgets. And so we kind of looked at that model and rather than trying to develop games ourselves, we said, let's look at old classic games and how we can apply those to other things. And then from there it was really easy. I went to a store, I picked up a little toy that was a $25 toy of Pac-Man, played it, cool. Went, plugged in another one that I saw at Urban Outfitters that was a hundred bucks. Different experience, and I was like, "Wait a second! There's nothing between $100 and $3,000, which is a full-size machine." Yeah, and that was kind of the impetus of an idea. And so, based on that, we kind of looked at that and said, "If we could ever make an arcade machine that A could be portable, B could be sub $500, and C could play very close to the real game, we got a home run." And that was that was in June of 2017. Oh wow! Yeah.
0: Yeah, because it feels like you know now. You, I'm looking around, and we have you know Marvel superheroes, Mortal Kombat 2, Star yeah. Wars, Turtles, and Time. You know, you have all of these classic IPs from you know even even my generation. I remember. You know, putting my quarter up on the edge of the screen and waiting to play next. Right. How did you go about obtaining the licenses for these? That's
8: you know, that's what we do. Is we work with some really great content holders. We have partnerships with all of the major brands that you just mentioned, from Bandai to Namco to Konami to all of them between. And skill set. do you have a personal favorite? What's one that uh, that you love playing? Pac Man, Galaga, Asteroids. I'm 51, so how old are you? I'm 32. So your, your game's Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, and Turtles. Yep. Right? Yep. And that's what's really cool. I'm 51, mine's Pac Man, Galaga, Asteroids, Centipede, whatever. And what's cool is this is very much like the music business and television business, meaning that if it's a good piece of content, it lasts for a long period of time. And so what I like may be different than what you like, but what brings us together is we all have a love for arcades. Yeah.
0: And And, and it's such a tactile thing, you know, people are glued to their phones, right? You know, they're playing these little like, you know, bejeweled and type games to actually have a joystick and buttons and to feel that response. Well, you know what
8: it is? It's, to me, it takes me back to a time when I played arcade machines. For my son that's 19 that grew up on Nintendo but didn't really realize that Donkey Kong came out of Mario Brothers mm-hmm. he all of a sudden gets to play it a video game the way it was meant to be played and my little guy that's 5 years old who we have a turtles machine at home and he plays he would have never had the opportunity to play that in a real arcade yeah because I don't take them to Dave and Buster's. Yep. Right. It's not. It's not common the way it used to be when I was a kid. And so he gets that experience at home. Incredible. So, anyway. Well, thank you so much for yeah, bringing man. this back to everybody. My I Really pleasure. appreciate it. Are you kidding? Thanks a lot. It's my pleasure. Take care. Very nice to meet you.
1: Thank you, Scott. That's arcade one-ups are cool. Like they're, you know, you've always wanted when you were a kid to bring that arcade experience home, and now you can get these cabinets at home. Yeah, and it's great.
0: And it's obvious that he gives a shit about what he does. Like, those cabinets are all labors of love. Like, he picks the IPs that make sense. He's he partners with the right brands. He gets the right games. It's it's awesome. Um so the the other uh the other thing that was really neat about that um that arcade one up booth was they had a giant I mean, the thing had to be like twenty feet tall. It was a giant playable NBA Jam cabinet like the buttons were the size of my fists it was wild that yeah the joystick was like was like an arm (laughs) um so we we briefly mentioned it before but Mattel and Hasbro um within Toy Fair had their own kind of private events so Mattel was inside the Javits Center but um the Hasbro had their Hasbro Toy Fair um, off-site at the Time Center in New York. Um, while we were unable to to get into either of those events, they both had some really cool things to to show off. Um, Dave, do you want to talk a little bit about what's coming from Mattel?
1: Um, yeah, they showed off the, the newer um, releases of the Elites and Basics, uh, the Wrecking Ambulance. Um, they had the, uh, which is cool, it's like a destructible ambulance. Oh yeah, I saw um, that. That
0: looked awesome, and it like folds out into like a little bit of a playset sort of thing.
1: No, it's just an ambulance.
0: Oh, it, oh, you know what? I was probably just—it comes with like a gurney. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's what I was looking at. Um, but then they had the you know series seven of legends, which has been kind of gone for a while.
0: Bobby Heenan.
1: Bobby Heenan in a in weasel a suit. suit. Um, you got Razor Ramon. You got um. You have Sting, you have Crow Sting, like the initial Crow Sting, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, you have the decade of domination, so you have um, you know, Word Life, John Cena, um, original Natalia with the Divas title, a whole bunch of different things like that too. Um, just some great stuff coming from them. Um, you, you, We saw the Ultimate John Cena and the Ultimate Becky Lynch get announced as uh, Series 5 of the Ultimates.
0: You know what? It's really funny. All those pictures, I could only see Becky Lynch. The other picture, I couldn't see anything. Very good. Did I do it right?
1: Yeah, you did. Um, And then, of course, um, Becky Lynch winning from WrestleMania this past year, and then John Cena from his uh, Royal Rumble return. So those are great. And then uh you had the Marvel Legends stuff from from Hasbro.
0: Yeah, so Hasbro um they really kind of took out the uh they <laughs> I mean, they took out the big guns for their their uh event. They had a ton of Marvel Legends announcements including um the long rumored, much anticipated Foxverse coming to the Marvel Legends line. So we're getting 2 Hugh Jackman um Wolverines. We're getting um both sets of uh of Professor X and um and Magneto in a two pack with swappable heads we're getting um Deadpool two looks from Deadpool Domino um Negasonic Teenage Warhead and Cable um I mean they and they look fantastic they said during the presentation that there are more surprises to come um, with the Foxverse stuff, so I'm really hoping for some more from um from Deadpool. Personally, I would love a Colossus and a Russell, and um, and uh, uh, of course, Juggernaut would be awesome. Um, but they also had a ton of announcements for the rest of the Marvel Legends line. There's a whole um Age of Apocalypse line coming with a a build a figure Sugarman, which is just ridiculous. Um, they're also doing, uh, a an X-Men Deadpool wave that has like Black Tom in it and Sunspot. It's just, there is a ton, a ton of stuff coming from them. But for me, actually the biggest thing that was announced from Marvel was the, um, was the Spider-Man, the animated series figures. I cannot wait for that Spider-Man and the, the Mary Jane uh, figure they both look incredible. Rumor is that there's also Green Goblin that's going to be in that set. So um should be awesome. And also uh, of course uh the the big news from Hasbro was uh, Ghostbusters, tons of stuff for Ghostbusters, that whole plasma series of uh 6-inch figures with the Build-a-Figure Terror Dog. Um the the Walmart exclusive re-release of the real Ghostbusters animated line. Um then they also have like an in-between line where there's uh you know they're they're caric- caricatured versions of the Ghostbusters from the original film.
1: Yeah, they they uh they remind me of uh, Galaxy of Adventure a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah, car- cartoony versions of them. You know the the likenesses are there, but it's that you know that cartoon version. Um, they had a bunch of announcements for Transformers, uh, including a Netflix series. Um there was more coming for the Star Wars black series, the vintage collection, the relaunch of the retro collection line which was wildly popular and a target exclusive last year. Um this year it'll be a Walmart exclusive for the the Empire Strikes Back toys. Um yeah, between Hasbro and Mar- Marvel alone they could have had their or Hasbro and Mattel alone they could have had their own show for sure. Um but speaking of comic books and comic book characters, I can't think of a better segue to get us over to the, uh, the McFarlane booth, which for me, honestly, was, was my personal highlight of, <laughs> of the event.
1: Yeah, it was really cool. Um, you know, the, the DC stuff um, with the Arkham Asylum figures and the uh, Wonder Woman 84 figures that they had out um, were really cool. Um, we got to see the new spawn, the, the Mortal Kombat spawn, um, we got to see the cyberpunk video game stuff with Kano Reeves.
0: We also got to see the the mock up for their new Kickstarter campaign that they're that they're gonna launch.
1: Which we will hear about.
0: Yeah. Take Why? It, Take It Away, Todd McFarlane. McFarland toys has been a big part of both of our lives growing up. You oh, know, the, thank you. The original line of spawn toys and you know, the, the spawn media, the comics, the cartoons, the film. Um, we actually got trapped on a vacation one time. We're in Las Vegas where our parents went to the casino. They gave us money for the movies and we went to go see spawn.
7: Oh yeah, so, wow. Way, yeah. way back. Yep. Way
0: back. Yeah. So we've been, we've been McFarland fans for a long time and we're also New Jersey natives. So, oh, cool. you know, that's, you know, that's where we're based out of. <laughs> so it's, it's an honor to, to get to speak to you and, you know,
7: yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for coming out to the showroom here today.
0: Um, we love what you're doing with the DC line, and I know that's kind of like the big talk for everybody right now. So mm-hmm. we were hoping you could just tell us a little bit more how that happened. How, how did you get uh, the DC license? How did that work out?
7: Well, well, I mean, just step back a moment from my perspective. Every, every year I come into this toy fair, I've been coming for 25 years, and especially the last, I'd say the last 10 years. I feel I feel like an orphan. And I go, I think every booth in this building has a piece of either Marvel, DC, or Star Wars, except for me. <laughs> I think every other human being in this building, except for me, and I, I, was feeling, I was feeling left out a little bit. And, and I, I'd always made this joke that I go, I think every single big license should have... When, before you sign a master toy license with anybody, there should be like one paragraph that just says, Oh, and by the way, you, you, you're the master toy license, but point number 27, McFarland Toys gets to make one figure. Right? <laughs> I just would, because then I go, Come on, let me just make one. Let me just make one of these things. Um, and so I had my, my wishes there. All of a sudden, you know, we, we'd, we'd constantly been sort of knocking on everybody's door, just checking. Just checking. Are you happy with the people you're doing it with? Is there any opportunities? Are you happy? Are there any opportunities? And sometimes you just need to be patient. In this case, it took 25 years of patience. <laughs> but um, Warner Brothers, you know, that owns DC in the DC multiverse, uh, the contract was running out with Mattel, and they decided to go in a different direction. Don't know why, but you know, they decided to go in a different direction. And then within the confines of that direction, uh, Mattel had like a pretty big, broad contract that was for both mass and, and collectibles, yeah. if you will. Uh, and they decided that to, to, when, when that contract ran out, they were going to bring on some new people, but not give it all to, this, to one person. Yeah, they're going to split it up. They're going to split it up. So they picked Spin Master to do the mass part of it, and then we were in the running and ended up getting the license, obviously, uh, for the collectible part of it. And which is good because I think it, you know you got two different brains sort of working at two different sort of goals and what the goal should be I think we move forward and, and I think everybody is sort of in the same game plan is that there shouldn't be a lot of overlap of product and looks right and and so because um, I think Spin Match is going to do a great job at delivering the classic stuff yeah. right the stuff that that you know is always gonna be there, that that you that has to be on the shelf. Yeah. Uh, uh, it could and then I come in and then I I my job I think is to do stuff that is a little more surprising, is a little is is is, is a little more sort of innovative, if you will, and that and that, again collectors going I never see that figure. Yeah, like I, I never, I never seen that figure before. <laughs> yeah, so, including
0: Superman Unchained in your first wave was that was quite a bold move. <laughs> yeah. Doing those those right. suits, that was great.
7: R- right, but but, but but right. So so let's ask about that piece. And it's here's why I did it. I, I, like every time I look at stuff, I just put my ten year old Todd Todd hat on, and I just go, "Okay, Todd, you're 10. And so when I'm looking look my, look at the the license I have is for TV movies video games comic books and animation since the dawn of the DC universe yeah. so so it's basically anything you can think of I have access to
0: an ocean we, of content
7: oh my god we're, we're, yeah. we're, we're never gonna we're never gonna make it all so what that means is that it, there's this deep deep rich pool of visuals that you, to me you don't have to even know that that armor suit exists and oh by the way when we started sculpting it it had only been in one book on one page <laughs> yeah. in four panels right so so like think about it four panels did i pick it because it was the most popular character going no did i pick it because he was the, on the cover of all the books no did i pick it because they, he they, he was part of a big crossover no i only picked it for one reason Cause it looks like a toy. Yeah, for sure. It looks like a toy, and it's got a big giant S. Don't underestimate the the S that that stands for something for billions of people. So to me, I'm going look at. I can do the classic stuff, and I can do the animation stuff because I think there's a whole another section there we can talk about the animation. But if I put this toy out there and I tweak it. And, and, you know, again, because he had slim boots, so I made the boots a little thicker, and, and I go, and I make them so he looks bulky in the package. And it, and it just feels good and heavy, and he just goes, what? Look at how much plastic that Todd's given us for 20 bucks. Yeah. Oh my gosh, compared to what other people have given us for 20 bucks. And it's Superman, and I've never seen Superman, and I've got a Superman collection, but I don't have that Superman. Boom, and, and so now I can sell it to, to you guys who are geeks and you're older and you shave and you got hair on your ass. So you're mature. The 10 year old version of you would still like that toy. Because you would go, Mom, (laughs) if I gotta have one Superman, can I get that one? Because that's the badass Superman, right? And the same with the the, the Hellbat suit. Mm It's the same thing you got the big All you need to do Is put the pointy ears And you put the big bat And you go Shit. I can expand my Batman collection With that guy Who looks like he'll run you over And he's got The articulated giant wings I mean what are you talking about I couldn't Like I have to People going Oh my god You articulate the wings I have no choice Because my box isn't big enough Yeah, I have to fold them so, so they're going, oh, you, you articulate them. I had no choice. Uh, but if you want to give me brownie points for doing what I had to do, I'll take it. And so if you do like detailed quality product on a brand and give people lots of plastic at a fair price, it will sell every, my 30 years say, it will sell every single time. I can do the most obscure character but as long as it's the biggest obscure character and you put lots of plastic, I've, I've never, if you guys collected Spawn, you know I did these yeah. guys all the time and you yeah. probably went, don't know who that guy is, but shit, did you feel this, Yeah. Right? I mean, it's just twice the plastic for the same price. It's like candy. I'm gonna get twice as much sugar for the same price. Mm-hmm. I'm in, I'm in. So what happens if it actually has like logos on it that, are, that matter? It's good. So so then, then with stuff like animation, I think we can do the same thing. Yeah. I, look, look, at we've all seen the animation look that, we're all, that we all see on TV, and it's cool, and it's been done for 10 years. I even just did some, and they're really cool. What I would love to do is to, to take, like, what would, what would, for lack of a better example, what would the, the Superman-unleashed armor in anime look like? What would, what would the Batman Who Laughs an anime look like? And what would one of the metals Batman in anime look like? What would one of the deceased Wonder Woman in anime look like? I, I mean, was going to ask
0: you, were you going to do any kind of like uh, like play in that space? I don't know.
7: I, so here's what I do know. I'm a pest. Right? I can tell you. I had a brother you year younger, a brother you year older. And if there's one thing I'm good at, is just be the pest, right? I, I may actually be a professional at that. I could probably almost get paid for it.
0: I mean, you created so, Spawn. You so, must
7: be. <laughs> so what you do is, what you do is, you just ask every day and be willing to take about 800 no's before you hopefully just wear them out and they finally say, they never say yes. What they say is fine, right? Right, you know, come on, you got a mom, you know. Fine is a, fine's a yes, Right. <laughs> Fine, go ahead, and you're going. I'll take that as a giant yes, right? Uh, so, I, 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 two things are going to happen. I, I'm, I'm hoping. Right now, the sales data is saying that those surprising figures, the ones that people go, "Oh my God, I've never seen that before." Those are my best sellers right now. I don't, I don't think he it's is. an accident. I don't think, them. I don't think it's an accident. I, what, I, what, what, I think we're all going to understand everybody involved in this product, all the way from Warner Brothers to myself to my sculptors, is that the more surprises we can give and deliver, the better we will do. And oh, by the way, it will differentiate what we're doing from what Spin Master is doing. So now when you come and you look at the statement, instead of it having a little bit of crossover, you just have this big DC multiverse sort of setup, and you go, if I want classic, Finmaster's delivering it, and if I want a little surprising odd, McFarland's delivering it, and you just let the consumers buy it and do whatever they want to do. And if if I can convince all of us to get to that point, do you know how deep the pool is of D.C.? It's been around for 70 years. Like, there's stuff that is hidden that would look great in plastic up on a shelf... Yeah. That nobody's made yet. Yeah. It doesn't have to be new. It doesn't even have to be relevant. It just has to be like, oh my God, nobody's... Like, like you, do you think people are buying those two armor ones because they, they bought the comic book of it? Of course not. They I had to wa- look it up. Right. <laughs> I saw it and I was like, this thing is cool. What is it from? What is it from, <laughs> right? And then people went, it exists? I was going to buy it anyways. Yeah. Who cares whether it exists or not? I was going to buy it. You think if that, that exact suit didn't exist... I would have lost one sale not one no right they're buying it for another reason and so to me if that's true then what happens if you let me invent yeah suits
0: so, right? so speaking of, of surprises right yep. and, and delivering that surprise people have been waiting myself included have been waiting a very long time for a new spawn figure especially super sure. articulated sure. you know it's I, I got to hold it in there and I was like I can't wait to bring you home with me um but how you delivered this new Spawn, coming from Mortal Kombat, like oh. out of left field, surprising everybody. Tell us a little bit about how how
8: that worked
7: well, out. Well, look at I mean, again, obviously, you, you know, you guys sort of know the history of Spawn. And yeah. For a while there, we got up to thirty-five series, and I think other than I think other than uh, GI Joe and the Transformers, it was the longest-running consecutive series for a while, right? Because mm-hmm. and, and and they, and we were mesmerized going. To, What's driving it? Because there's no, there's nothing really on TV or movies. Like it just keeps going. Um, but I think that it that you need a little bit of relevance as to why you're doing it. So w- when we had the conversation and the the more it was going into Mortal Kombat, which in the when you pull out the microscope and, 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 and get way back, uh, that's also under the the Warner Brothers umbrella. Mm-hmm. Um, that. You go, oh, it's okay, he's gonna come out in the game. I was gonna bring out a spawn anyways. This is basically a two for one, right? You're gonna get people there to buy it because it's a character that's in Mortal Kombat and it's a popular brand, which they should. And then you're gonna buy people go, I never played Mortal Kombat, but I know Spawn, right? Yeah. And they're they're so so I'm I, I should have a double hit at that character coming out. Uh, he'll be coming out, you know, just when the DLC is being dropped, I gotta go to Chicago for the big convention that they're doing and we're going to finally show him moving on screen to some people uh, because i've seen it all super cool uh and 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 then i've been talking about doing some crowdfunding stuff yeah and so we're going to be doing uh what i call masterwork we talked about last year and instead of talking about the theory of it we're we're gonna we're we're put we're gonna implement it so the first one is going to be the spawn that page for Kickstarter will go up in about a month. Okay. Um, and But under the umbrella, which is masterwork, you're, I can do the digitally remastered with the Kickstarters going back to the original spawn from day one that put me on the map mm-hmm. and doing the cooler version of it, what I should have done if I only knew better. <laughs> Although we'll do the retro packaging and all this stuff, and I'm going to re-ink it sort of be like sort of, you know, retro chic, kind of cool. And then if you like it, I can do the whole series because there were six of them. I can redo all these characters.
0: You mean when we like it. (laughs) Yeah.
7: Uh, (laughs) But it also will allow me to do the seventh figure. If you bought six, I'll do the seventh figure of Tortured Soul. And the seventh figure of the dragon, McFarland Dragon. The seventh figure of, of you bought six, I'll do the seventh figure of uh, movie maniacs, or the seventh figure of of uh, Twisted Oz, or whatever it is that I had done that put me on the map those first five, ten years. Mm-hmm. I can, I'm going to go back, and I'm going to go thank you for your patience. It only took me 20 plus years, but I'm going to I'm gonna, if you still have your collection, I'm going to give you another one that will that will go seamlessly into those other six because i'm going to match the packaging and the style of it and it's going to go in not the spawn that i'm doing where i'm doing a digitally remastered. i can do better but like some of the stuff that came out a little bit later like the dragons i'm quite proud of those even today they hold up yeah right i'm just going to add another dragon to it right so now you go oh my god so you're saying there might be 20 dragons someday who knows but i'm just I'm just going to go back, and all those people that jumped in McFarland for different reasons are going to go, oh, finally, he's back doing all that crazy stuff that basically got us, you know, sort of hooked to start with. Because the stores that used to used to support that, they don't exist anymore. No. Bab- you guys know where you shop. Yep. KB, Babbage's, Tower Record, uh, Hot Topics, uh, well, Hot Topics are uh, around. You know, there were these... Six or seven stores,
0: but even Toys R Us
7: back like when China. Toys R Us was around, oh, yeah, yeah. you had a whole yeah. Yeah, section about, in right. Toys R Us, EB, yeah. right? EV, yeah. right? Yeah. All that. Yeah, uh, they, they they would all go. If Walmart and Target and Toys R Us aren't carrying it, we will take it. So, whatever whatever they won't take, we will take. So I'd come up with crazy stuff, and they would buy it, right? And so, and it was some of the, I think some of the best stuff we ever produced because yeah. again, it didn't have to go through a mill of a of hundred approvals. So, we're, we're like literally, it's going to start. Right, we're literally going to light the match, and the first one is going to be that that first one Kickstarter. But that's that's just the beginning of Masterwork, McFarland Masterwork. Well, well, even those
1: lines that you mentioned, the movie Maniacs, all that, it still holds up. You can still look at those today and think that they were made today. They're yeah. My they're just,
0: Michael Myers, yeah. my Jason and Freddy are permanent permanent displays in my living room. Like they have not moved in since I moved in. they right. have so been there for right. 10 years and they were in my room growing up before more. that.
7: We live in a new world where you can now get direct to the consumer. Yep. yep. Right? That wasn't possible before. You can now do it. And so there are figures out there that I know will sell that I understand that the business model isn't built. I get it. That why a Walmart or Target can't buy a one-off and put it on one peg. It just doesn't make sense. It's going to get lost anyway I've done mm-hmm. this before. Uh, and, and, you know, because... Even when we would do the one-offs, like the the, the, the musicians and stuff like that, we do it Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. And, you know, but it'd only be one. So the easy one now is to just go, hey, we can now do it through the internet and just get it from me to you, and, and let's see how it goes. So uh, it's just going to be a good value, and I'm going to I'm going to stack some of it. So those will be some of the different sort yeah. of levels and things we'll be able to do.
0: Well, listen, thank you for, for bringing DC Toys back to life and, sure. and putting some charge in that. And, of course, again, thank you for Spawn. We're, I cannot wait to get that toy, to do the unboxing, to show the world. I mean, that I got to hold it in the box in the other room, and I, I was shaking. It's awesome. I'm so it's, excited. They're all so, fantastic. Yeah.
7: Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. People been asking, like, Tom, when are you going to do a heavily articulated Spawn? And I'm going a little bit of page. It's coming. So here it is. It's, it's here. Cannot wait. All right. Thanks, <laughs> thank you so man. much. Thanks for
1: coming out. So thank you, Todd. That was really cool to be able to um, get to sit down and have a few words with not only a comic book legend, but a action figure legend as well.
0: Yeah. he. Uh, it was so incredible just to just to get some time with him. Um, and thank you, too, to the, the rest of the people at, at Um The way that Toy Fair works, it's very schedule-oriented. Um, you need to have an appointment. You need to make sure that you're ahead of things. And we we did our best kind of like bumbling through this the first time trying to figure it out as we went along and they made room for us very very quickly very professionally to to get a couple words in with Todd so thank you to the entire McFarlane team for for making that happen let's put a put a bow on it dave how how would you recap your toy fair experience overall it was great oh, i knew that was going to happen he was just going to go right back to it Come on, give me something more than that.
1: Um, it was a lot of fun. It's a lot. There's a lot going on. There's a lot. Um, it's, it's overwhelming in a way, but it's, it's kind of overwhelming in a fun way um, in the sense that, you know, you get to see a lot of, you know, the planning and the process come to life.
0: It's not like Comic-Con.
1: No, it's not. It's, it's relaxed. It's chill. But it's a lot.
0: Yeah, I honestly was was worried going into it that it was going to be like a Comic-Con experience having covered that both both of us have with with press credentials. Um it's wild. Like it is wild. Like you need it, sensory overload. Like mm-hmm. you need time to go escape in the press room and, you know, debrief yourself. You know, whereas this like there if you wanted to sit down, almost every single booth had open seats at any given time you know, if you needed to sit down and post something collect your thoughts write write up notes um there was an always an option to do that it was a very professional event and you know i i can't believe that 6 months into our podcast we were able to go to Toy Fair and talk to some of these you know leaders in the industry it was just it, I'm, I'm i'm still like pinching myself that uh that it happened but uh but with that, you know, we're we're super excited to see what the rest of these companies do, um, in the rest of the year. And, and
1: in the future. Yeah,
0: in the future. Thank thank you again to Lego, to McFarlane, to Super Seven, to Jazzwares, to AEW, to Arcade One Up and to Um Boss Fight Studios. Boss Fight Studios, Spin Master, uh, Playmates, uh all the 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 cool companies that took us took the time to let us DC
1: Direct. Oh yeah, D- yeah. DC Direct. Diamond um, Select. Diamond Select. Um, we got to spend time in Funko, NECA, all these different places. Um, we real, there's so much going on that it's easy to forget. Um, everybody. So, but thank you to everybody at Toy Fair that we interacted with.
0: As as always, uh, we'll be reporting. Going back to normal, bi- business as usual.
1: <laughs> um. Oh, thank you to um. Friends of the show, Matt Cardona and Brian Myers. And oh, yeah. Smart Mark Sterling for yep. saying hello. For saying hello,
0: bumping into them uh, outside of outside of Mattel. Um, we have some really cool things coming in March. Uh, we have our live show, which, uh, of course, uh, if you haven't heard about that and haven't gotten your passes yet, head on over to um, zapcon.com um, to get your badges and come, come hang out with us on March 28th. There's going to be a lot of cool people there. Um, it's
1: my birthday. Come.
0: Yes, it is your birthday. If you come, you get to sing "Happy Birthday" to him.
1: Yeah, we're probably gonna do that.
0: It's it's gonna happen, and I and I can actually uh, officially announce it now. Our our um our episode at ZapCon we will be interviewing um renowned sculptor. Uh, he he does a lot of the sculpts that you know and love for for Diamond Select, Gene Saint Jean. Um, so we'll be having a live interview with Gene um at zapcon so we hope to see you there yes and and with that uh we'll see you
1: next time see you in a couple weeks everybody
0: Thank you, dear listener, for hanging out with us today. Subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen, and then tell your friends to do it. Thanks also to Joe Azari, the golden voice behind our intro. Our music is Game Boy Horror by the Zombie Dandies. Find more about them both in our show notes.
1: Follow us on social media at AIC underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter stop by and say hi show us your toy halls and share your toy stories maybe we'll talk about it in a future
8: episode don't try this at home void where prohibited and some similar required each sold separately not a flying toy consult a physician if your toy run exceeds more than four hours
6: this has been a non-productive media presentation